Fire bad! Ah! Fire bad! This is Jackie. You can't leave, except by the means that we have left you conveniently. I'm Justin. Killing is his business, and business is about to get mm, kind of okay. I'm Sam, and this is 1994's No Escape on Stinker Madness. Hello, and welcome to Stinker Madness, a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. By bad movie lovers, I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the show, currently streaming on Tubi TV from 1994, starring Ray Liotta, Lance Hendrickson, Ernie Hudson, some other character actors you've seen a thousand times called No Escape. Sam! For, you forgot Kevin Dillon. No, Kevin Dillon, sure. I said some people you've seen before, character actors. Why is Kevin... I just burned my one question that I had for this movie. Why is Kevin Dillon on the poster? What was Kevin Dillon doing <laughs> that they were like, we put Kevin Dillon on this poster and, you know, butts are going to get in seats. Yeah, that's an odd one. I don't, even if you put his brother on there, I don't think that that would have done anything. No, I I mean... I don't even know who you guys are talking about. Yeah, of course you don't. K- Casey, the boy man. Matt Dillon's brother. Oh, the... Guy who wants to be best friends with. Yes. There was okay. an entourage. Yeah. I never watched that show. Good. Several That's... other things. Yeah. Okay. Get so, into it. Who's this Martin Campbell guy and why do we care? Well, we've already done one of his movies. We have? Vertical Limit. Oh, we never have, Sam. We haven't done Vertical no, Limit. No, you keep not pulling the trigger on it. <laughs> huh. How about that? I thought we did Vertical Limit. No. No, we have not. Weird. Yeah. Take okay. it to the limit. Nope. Diff- the Vertical no, anyway, Limit. Different thing than that. Oh. Uh, so this is a few years off of the smashing success that Gail Gail Ann Hurt had with uh, uh, Jimmy Cam Cam in Terminator 2, the most expensive movie that had ever been made. And uh, she did a movie for HBO with Martin Campbell and decided he's he's the guy. Hmm. Okay. Um, I don't think she works with uh, Jimmy Cam Cam anymore, really. I think T- T2 was the last one, wasn't it? It was uh, Aliens, Abyss, and T2. Uh, I can't She's think of still anything else she would have been involved in after that. R- riding high off that? Yeah. Yeah. So Martin Campbell had done... This movie called Criminal Law, which he holds in the highest regard that I've never even heard of or seen, but it was very well received. And then he did another movie called Defenseless with uh, Deborah Winger, I think, right when it was right when the, the stock of Deborah Winger had pretty much bottomed out mm. and uh, did terrible. And he thought he was just going to have to direct TV after that. And he was directing a TV movie uh, called Cast a Deadly Spell. Okay. And it was like HBO, though. Okay. And Galen Hurd produced it. Uh-huh. And she gets the rights for this script that was an adaptation of a very violent novel, apparently. And he's like, I don't want to do that. It's too violent. And so she's like, okay, we'll find somebody else. They couldn't find anybody else. And she really wanted him to do it. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. It's too violent. And finally, she was like, after the second time, I was like, no, you're going to, you couldn't fucking buy a house if you do this movie. <laughs> and you like to do movies. Do you want to do movies again? He's like, fine, I'll do it. And so they toned down the violence. And uh, it went so well that right after he got done with it, he get the, the phone rings and he's like, yeah, well, I mean, it didn't tank. It it basically did what it had to do to make a little bit of scratch. It, it was $20 million. Hmm. Domestically, it made 15.3, which puts it right at the spot 
1994 that you get some cash once it's on the shelves at the video store. And obviously with the HBO distribution, they're uh, double dipping. Well, no, this wasn't an HBO movie. This went oh. to theaters. Yeah, but you just said it was an HBO. No, the movie that he did with Galen Hurd in 91 oh. was Cast a Deadly Spell with uh, Remo Williams. I thought that was the same movie we were talking about. Okay, I'm lost. No, that's what got him her and then her going, you should be the one that does no escape. Okay. And it's not a small budget, but it's a relatively modest budget for a major theater release, really. 28 million think at this time? Yeah, I'd say that's fair. It's not small, but it's modest for what they're putting it up against mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she thought she was going to get some more money because of the T2 respect and all that, that they were just going to find some more money later because one of the most interesting things about this movie is that the end sequence is because they didn't get the money they thought they were going to get. Oh, they had an okay. entire large set piece written that was a very or, uh, extraordinary battle. And they didn't get the money. So they came up with that instead. And mm -hmm. he, in the future, it's like, I actually think it works better. And I'm like, I think it works better, too. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean, do we need Braveheart? Like Braveheart was 94 again, right? Like, Was it? I think it was 94. Somewhere right in there. That costs like three times as much as yeah, this. Yeah, to do these big battle sequences with guys holding their arms and shit. And all my guts came out. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really think it fits here. No. And uh, what's also fun is that the extras, because they shot this in Queensland, mostly. Mm -hmm. The studio work was done at Pinewood. and uh, That's in Australia for Jackie. No, Pinewood's in England. No, Queensland. Queensland is in Australia. And there may have been some stuff they shot in New Zealand, but it seems like they shot most of this in Queensland. And there was New Zealand tourists, because all of the extras... Or hippies. Yeah, damn dirty hippies. Oh, or no. whatever Australia and New Zealand has as hippies. Like, oh, because of where they're at, there was just no shortage of backpackers. Yeah, they've got to have and, some like, clever name for hippies and, like, like beach bums. Uh, no, 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 no. Those could be surfers that have, like, daddy's money. Uh, hi hippies have got to have, they've got to have their own clan. I bet you they're, like, way different. Their version of hippies is way different yeah. than our version of hippies. They're like Poppy Wallas or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, not even. Oh, the, yeah. Ran into the Poppy Wallas. Yeah. The, Filthy bastards. But they, but they're, they're if you if you see backpackers in Australia, your odds are that you're also dirty. Because you're, you're backpacking. You're backpacking. Like, so, I mean, like, how do you be like, get out of here, you damn dirty hippie. Ah, snake. And then the hippie kills it for you. And you're like, all right, you yeah, go bite by me. Let's go have a point. And then fight. So. <laughs> Yeah, they have that budgetary concern, which sort of killed what they thought was going to be a big sort of action scene that would really solidify its position where they were trying to put it in the block that it got, mm -hmm. which is probably one of the reasons why only so many people went to see this. Like nobody ran out going, wow, what a great movie. Yeah. Whereas if you're me and you see it, you know, five years after it's released and you never heard of it, you're like, wow, this is kind of a weird movie. I like it. Um but the phone rings and Martin Campbell's like, hello. And they're like, hi, would you like to direct Goldeneye? And he's like, um, excuse me? Why? What, 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 Bond? What? They're like, oh, yeah, we liked how you ran your you know, operation down here at Pinewood. You didn't really, you were efficient. You didn't take up too much space. And uh, we saw no escape and we really liked it. And he's like, um, what? You, yeah, wait, uh, what? 
okay, no, I'll do it. Um, what? <laughs> when I watch this, though, I can kind of see what they saw. They knew the whole story. They kind of ran into him at Pinewood. They knew what was going on. They knew that the budget got pulled, and they went, you know, the only things wrong with this movie have nothing to do with your performance as a director. And so he gets Goldeneye, and that's a smash fucking hit. Sure, absolutely. And when they decided to reboot the franchise with uh, Daniel Tight Pants, what is his name? Daniel Craig. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Daniel Tight Pants. <laughs> Guess who they call? Martin Campbell. Even though he did Vertical Limit. And they're like, we're going to pretend you didn't do Vertical Limit. Okay, let that one slide. We're going to let that slide. Mask of Zorro gets a hall pass, too. I, I'm pretty sure that one stinks. It made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Well, the, Ben, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Antonio Banderas too eating sexy. cereal across the table sexy. from each other would have made $100 million. It's too sexy. It's too sexy. Excuse me. I need a refund on this movie. It's too sexy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it's just dripping the sexy. Have but you yeah, guys ever gets... went to the box office and asked for a refund for a movie? Oh, absolutely. One time. And I can't. What was it? I think it might have been Swordfish. Oh, that should. You should have asked for a refund. I think it was Swordfish. Because I fucking hated that shit. <laughs> that shit is terrible. Did we do that one? No, we haven't done Swordfish. We haven't done Swordfish. No. You know, I you can go to a website watch. and there's a whole list of movies we've done. Yeah, I know. It's really long now. Did you know that? Yeah, but it's all alphabetical. <laughs> it's really been doing this a while. <laughs> Going back and making sure we did a movie is like a half hour thing. Like, it's alphabetized. You can do it pretty quick. That doesn't help. Okay, Probably because you don't know how the alphabet works, but that's a different topic. I do. I, I know how the alphabet works. Starts with a C. So anyway, uh, also, the, David Wenham is in this. David He's one of the makeup Wenham. guys. Yes. Who? David Wenham. Nope. Faramir? Yep. Faramir. Yeah. From Lord of, Lord the, of the Rings. He's in all sorts of shit. I guess those David movies Wenham's are getting awesome. pretty old. Yeah, okay. All right. Faramir, huh? Yeah, he's Faramir. I was excited about that. I think he's the red-haired makeup guy, but I couldn't tell. Uh, the spy? Right? No, he would have been the other guy's right-hand man with the long red hair, and he looks yeah, like he has... That's um, the spy. No, that's... No, that is not the spy. It is. Maybe it, it is. Isn't. I don't know. I'll do it, that. Well, okay. All right. I don't know, but... Uh, that might have been him. It looked like. Okay. Anyway. We're um, talking about the same character, so. Ernie Hudson. Mm -hmm. This is a very standard casting process because it's a very in-system movie that's being made here. And they knew they couldn't get anybody big. So they got Ray Liotta and they're like, really? Ray wants to do it? And he's like, yeah, I'll do an action movie. I haven't done one of those yet. He's like, I actually have to read this. It's a uh, quote from Ray Liotta about the selection process he does for his films. <laughs> I'll do any of them. <laughs> quote, unquote. Yeah. In the name of the king, you betcha. <clears throat> you want to do as many different, you want to do as many different genres as you can. And that's why I've been doing. I've done movies with the Muppets. I did Sinatra. I did good guys. I did bad guys. I did a movie with an elephant. I decided that I was here to be different parts and do different things. That's what it's really about. That's what a career should be. And then you look at his filmography and you're like, what the fuck? Yes, you did. Yeah, but the thing is, is that like. Using Some of it the word, said no, too. 
using the word range with Ray Liotta is not where I, his character's the exact same every time. It is not. Okay. All right. I beg to differ. If, and the one movie that I'll, and it's very Ray Liotta, he's still Ray Liotta, but the darkness that he embraces in the movie Narc is spellbinding. Okay. I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I'm just saying. Just saying. He's not. He uh, in this, you get like the full Leota experience. He is not not being Ray Leota at all. And it works so well because the rest of the movie is so weird that you're like, I would totally expect Ray Leota to behave like this in this odd scenario. Also, Nancy and Tina Sinatra mailed him a horse head. I what like for fun because he he did the HBO (laughs) he played Sinatra in the HBO movie and not in their miniseries that they produced Uh, so so they it's a joke but still they were like why Ray and also that like I mentioned the horse didn't (laughs) think it was funny maybe the horse was having it was just it was that time that he did His head needed to come off already. Maybe it wasn't a real horse head. I don't know. It could have been like a candy one, like a cake. Doesn't get Those very elaborate. Those are details elaborate. that I think we should have found out first. There's no, because it's all just what Ray Liotta told somebody in an interview once. And you've watched interviews with Ray Liotta. He's so easygoing that he's not going to be like, it was a real horse head. And I was like scared. So I called him. They're like, no, it's a joke. And I'm like, this is a Sinatra joke. What the fuck? Or no, it was a cake. I loved it. You, you don't get that. <laughs> No, I, I'm just, pretty sure that it was the pony at the fair that bit one too many kids uh, at the pony ride, and they were like, that's it, that pony's got to go. And just then, Nancy Sinatra was walking yeah. by and was like, I'll take that pony. She's like, yeah. these boots are made for walking. She did that song. Yep. Uh, and also, the, horse's head too. like, Nancy and Tina Sinatra are like, there's only one man that can play our dad, and it's Ray Liotta. Yeah. So he has quite the array of fans. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure does. I like Ray Liotta. Ernie Hudson did this for one reason alone. Cash. It was the only movie that came across because he, you know, at this time, he's one, the Ghostbuster that has to still work. Mm -hmm. And then two, he kind of, because he was a Ghostbuster, gets to be kind of picky still about which character roles he takes. Mm -hmm. And this one had travel written on the dossier. And this is the first movie he did after The Crow. And he said he just wanted to get as far away from humanity as he possibly could. Was, uh, like he apparently did not do very well after Brandon no, why got would shot you? on that. Set. No, it'd be horrible. It would be horrible. But yeah, I mean, good. Uh, that's a uh, savvy. Like he doesn't get to say, "Well, I'm taking the next five years off to deal with my mental health." Be- I don't get to do that because I'm Ernie Hudson, and I don't have that type. I, I, I don't have Bill Murray's money. Okay, uh, I'm the. I'm the Ghostbuster that has to work. Yeah, so I have to still work. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, good on him. Smart. He yeah. probably came back a lot happier and healthier. And where have you been all my life, Stuart Wilson, the guy that plays uh, Walter Merrick? Whoa, isn't yeah, that he guy fun? Ass. He's yeah. too much fun. I think he's so fun that an average moviegoer is like, don't see that. The bad guy's weird. Whereas other people are like, oh, majesty so in acting. So, yeah, he's, he's just so damn charming that you really like him. Uh, he's uh, But awesome. you know, he's a total psycho. I'm, you know, you're like, 
I'd still invite him out for dinner. I'm going to totally ruin your uh, uh, love affair here, Sam. That's Jack Travis in Lethal Weapon 3. I know. And he sucks in it. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> He's the worst villain He's ever. He's great in this. He's also in Zorro 2, which I remember nothing about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I said I mentioned Kevin Dillon. Don Henderson, the guy that only has one arm and... Makes the moonshine. Who is he? Uh, Pop quiz. He's General Taggy in uh, Star Wars. Yes. This Michael Lerner, everybody knows. This Kevin G. O'Connor, the guy is not fully functional, but well, uh, he says something shitty like that. And no, Vader's like, that you're a little bastard. antiquated. <laughs> yeah, no one believes in your antiquated religion. Then yeah. the thing of the past. <laughs> that's him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Mm. And then Kevin J. O'Connor is in the Mummy. The guy that does that has the bad teeth and is like the requisitioner of uh, products. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, Ian that. McNeese has been in, in every fucking thing. Yeah, and he's the fat guy. That's the fat guy. In and everything. the warden. The warden's uh, somebody, too. I already mentioned him. That's uh, oh. Michael Lerner. Okay. Yeah. And the father is somebody, too. Lance goddamn we, Henderson, We've talked Jackie. about Lance Henderson <laughs> like four times already. Father oh. somebody. Yeah, it's fucking Lance Henderson. He's a staple of the goddamn podcast. Yeah. It's, and it's also funny because, like, I wander, I've been wandering around for 20 years, like, asking weird people that I know, like, what's the story? Have you found, is this going to go back into print? It's odd. This was released, they pushed the release of this. I mean, it did okay. They released a video game simultaneously. This one got a video game. Called on no both Escape? Super Nintendo no. and, and Sega Genesis. Okay. All right. And uh, this isn't the sort of movie that falls out of print. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's in that budget range where it's like, yeah. you're dependent on these video sales. This one went out of print for like 20 years. Hmm. And it, I don't know if it was, if you could, because I don't, if it, it got LaserDisc, maybe. I got the the re-release Blu-ray, and that's what I watched it on. And so this is the first time I saw it in Cinemascope, because I saw it on 4x3 from the video store sure. before. And right. the shooting is quite good. Um, but yeah, it was just odd that I did fallen out of print and then it's got all these people in it. But whenever I'm talking to somebody about it, I'm always like, no escape with Ray Liotta. That's the only thing I say is no escape with Ray Liotta. And I, I don't think I've called this movie anything but no escape with Ray Liotta for the since I saw it and virtually no one has seen it, but now it's available. It's on Tubi. We can watch it. You can buy it for like $8. I bought it for like $8. So yeah. Fantastic. Uh, there is a stunning lack of uh, boobs in this movie. Nobody gets their titties out. There That's is not, not one actress in the film. Not only men. A single actress. No, that's not true. There, there the was Christmas an actress? tree. The, the Christmas tree was a lady. Oh, she yeah, had boobs. Such Christmas Rudolph tree the had red boob reindeer. That's tree. right. <laughs> The tree had knockers. Some prison knockers. Hey, don't, don't leave Gary alone with that tree. He's been in here for a while. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We got a lot of ground to cover here. There's there's a ton of shit that happens in this movie. Not all of it interesting, <laughs> but all of it is plot relevant. So uh, we should start that this movie happened last year. Yeah, no shit. 2022. And then it says something about private prisons. And I was like, oh, yeah, that guy that was part of the big short. Just pulled all of his money in everything and invested them in private prisons. Yay! This movie's prophetic. We're all going to Absalom someday. 
in Trump's America. Right? Escape from New York, <laughs> all of it, yeah. He's going to win next election, right, guys? Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, it's, it, the whole the whole prison system has been taken over by private uh, prisons. And it also appears that the world has been blown up. Yeah, there's some uh, real dust bullshit happening here. It, this is a PA movie, right? No. Uh... <laughs> there's like the me- the prison's a megaplex, so it's it not. Is. It is. A, they they there's a super futuristic monorail, so there's been environmental damage. There's been wars. There's wasteland, but there's still cities. Sure. Yeah. No, that's fine. They, but that's that's still. I mean, uh, what's that uh, train movie? The train goes around the world movie. The Captain America. Yeah. Isn't that a PA movie? Yes, because everyone is. The apocalypse has happened. This is no apocalypse. What? It's just shitty. Okay. It's like Judge Dredd. It's no, just dystopia. All right. All right. It's, it's, it's very Judge Dreddy, yeah, actually. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you dystopia. All right. Um, so Ray Liotta, he's on his way. He's a guy that's named, uh, Corporal JT Robbins, Robbins, tough guy name. Uh, I thought he was Captain JT Robbins. Captain JT Robbins. Either way, he's called Robbins for the rest of the movie. It's not, uh, I, I would have gone with something else. Uh, but, uh, he was in a war at some point, uh, off screen and, uh, he had to blow up some children and, uh, all, uh, platoon type stuff. And, uh, he didn't like it, and uh, so he killed his commanding officer by shooting him right in the face in front of everybody while marching to, I don't know, but I've been told, I don't know, but I've been told, this when, officer is not going to get old. Wait, because what? I shot him in the <laughs> face. I shot him in the face. <laughs> uh, the first time I saw this was on VHS, and I think they had an alternate shot. They did have an alternate shot that was a little bit different that I think would have played a little bit better with 4x3. But it's more overhead, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking, and they took the color out of it a little bit, and I, I can't confirm or deny this because it's been 25 years since I've seen it, I think, um, before now, that that shot on the VHS copy was actually like very iconic. Like I remember the rest of the movie not holding up to that shot, whereas this time around in the scope version, that shot doesn't hold up with the rest of the movie hardly at all. Mm. It's a very different experience. Wow. No noted but it's fun when he shoots the guy in the face you don't see it coming sandra was like i didn't see that coming yeah okay well not fun but it's wow not what i expected all right so they uh he gets arrested and he's being transported in on this bullet train through the wasteland uh to the leviticus maximum security prison level six gentlemen six how many it seems like level six isn't very high up because that's a pretty big building He's already escaped from two level fives. Oh, oh, it's a level. The, the whole prison's level six. He's not going to level yeah. six. Like, yeah. no. Uh, ladies' garments and uh, lingerie, level six. Yeah, it's yeah. in a wasteland, so there's no escape. Okay. Well, th- but there is. <laughs> but they, they just haven't met Captain J.T. Robbins yet. Uh, excuse me, I'd like to go to the place that you consider worse. Uh, you, you can get out of this maximum security prison. Uh, okay, so uh, it's also Leviticus prison, so there's no ham. Anybody? Oh no! Book of Leviticus. Deuteronomy. Okay, thanks a lot, Kanye. Uh, so <laughs> he's called into the warden's office, 
And the warden's like, yeah, you don't fuck around in my prison. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, you'd never turn your back on me because all I'm going to do, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to act tough. I'm going to act like a real tough guy. That's what I'm His Ray Liotta-ing is prominent from the get-go. And this is right when you get you go, no, what kind of character he's brought here is just like, I'm going to talk softer than Chuck Norris, mm-hmm. but I will fuck you up. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, and I kind of thought that it was the kid that's like, I'm not listening. I'm not mm-hmm. listening. I don't have to do mm-hmm. what you tell me to. Oh, yeah. I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't like your tan suit. Yeah, and that's uh, how the warden treats him because he beats the shit out of him or has his guys beat the shit out of him and he's thrown yeah. in a cell. And uh, Yeah, that guy would be sweating hot dogs if he tried to. Sweating hot dogs. Yeah, he just looks like. A guy who eats a lot of hot dogs. I don't know why. I think it's the tan suit that kind of reminds me of a hot dog bun. Ray Liotta looks like a guy that he... No, the the prison warden. That if he tried to beat on Ray Liotta, he'd have a hot dog heart attack. Okay. All right. Well, he doesn't. He has mans for that, Jackie, which I clearly defined. Uh, And uh, they throw him in his cell. He's got a nice cellmate. He's like, here, buddy. I got some food for you. Don't let him see it. Also... Put on your uh, this hat that I made out of aluminum foil because they're listening. They're controlling your mind with with their with their jet streams and their fluor- fluoride or jet chemtrails. They're doing chemtrails and fluoride, and it's turning the frogs gay. They can hear you thoughts. The man. Have you heard of the fluoridation of natural water? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also thought it was great that at this point they also explain that they were doing uh, DNA scans that showed that he was violent and aggressive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was in his nature, gentlemen. Okay. It was- fuck shit up. Just like all of the mid-budget 90s sci-fi, it gets really prophetic on society taking a nosedive into privatization, Uh but they're way off on computers. They think we're going to build these grand structures. The computers suck. And then Uh it's been the exact opposite. We've, the computers are way better and we just build the same shit that we've been building for 70 fucking years. That's right. They're always wrong about the computers. I definitely think there should be a law against ugly ass buildings. Me personally, if I have to look at that shit, I don't want to look at a brown tan taupe square with some depressing looking desperate windows Hmm. where people go to die because that's what you (laughs) think of when you look at those buildings like people go in there to die just a little every day jackie would i feel sorry for them jackie would have never made it in soviet ukraine or rural pennsylvania or rural pennsylvania (laughs) the same architecture (laughs) soviet ukraine I'm just saying. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have liked living in the USSR, Jackie. They were very bland architecturally, and very. Uh, this is this is a building. We do not put decor on building. Well, considering that I just came back from Branson, Missouri, oh, and there was a Hollywood <laughs> building that had a King Kong that was hanging off the side of it, and one building that was half of the Titanic. My standards are a little higher these days. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. There was also a hamburger shake. Hamburger and fries place that was shaped like a hamburger and fries. Your guys' proximity to Peachtree in uh, Georgia means that you get a lot of better sculptures. They make like half of those signed sculptures for the for basically the U.S. 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was super cool. We're, I just wanted to rub your guys' noses in it that while you guys were recording last weekend, I was doing cool shit. I think we might have had more fun. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Last, I got kissed by a kangaroo. Last week was pretty wild. Um, okay, anyways, we got to talk about this movie, Jackie, not your vacation. Uh, so, the, it, the cellmate is like, uh, don't let him take you to Absalom. Uh, and... Uh, Here's a biscuit. Here's a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just goes to sleep. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, nap time. He wakes up and his cellmate's gone. And he's like, oh, shit. So then he's taken into this torture room. And the cellmate's up on this uh, X cross. And uh, the warden's like, sharing food is a capital crime. You will get capitally We're hoarding punished. it. Punished. Yeah. Give him- Which I thought that when he busted out those... I don't know what that looked like. It's a, a barbecue thing. fork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they were going to stab his balls off. Yeah, or or you could probably tune to the key of C with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on his balls. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, as punishment, you will have ten lashes with a tuning fork that shoots yep. electricity. These aren't lashes. It's just a taser. Don't tase me, bro. Have you heard of what a lash is? I mean, you're in a capital or corporal punishment, and you don't know what lashes are. Yep. Let me show you a picture. <laughs> uh, call it something else. Just call it ten pokies. You'll get tasing. Yeah. It's, he's tasing him with a very stupid taser. It is a very stupid taser. And so he, he, he the warden's like, okay, that's one. Uh, now you do the rest. JT Robbins, this is your lesson. You punish this man for sharing food with you. Uh. And I know that you're uh, predisposed to violence mm-hmm. and aggression, so I'm just going to hand Here's you and force you okay. to take this weapon. Here's mm-hmm. weapon. Like, this seems like a real shit plan. Yeah. and But at that point, JT Robbins is like, this is stupid. And he just drops. He's like, I, I can do better without this. Yeah, right. This thing's dumb. <laughs> I don't even need it. So then the warden's like, "Eh, pick it up. And he's like, no, I'm going to pick you up and your gun. Yeah. And uh, then I'm going to drop it on the ground and be like, what you got? Just giving you a preview of things to come. This is not my ideal escape scenario, but just know that your no escape doesn't apply to JT Robbins. It sure doesn't. Because his punishment, they let him escape. To a nice place. <laughs> Absalom sort of. is way better than Leviticus 6. Yeah. Yeah. They have hands. Welcome to Jamaica. Yeah. Sun, beaches, fresh air, fresh food, wildlife, fish. go fishing. Rats with dicks this big. You, they got a yep. rat. It's a bit of a rat problem, but I'm sure that Leviticus 6 also has probably like some pest problem. Well, the thing about having a rat problem if it's a prison colony is then, you know, there's no shortage of rats to eat. True. True. I'll eat a rat if I need to. I would rather probably eat a rat than, like, whatever the slop is that Leviticus Kids oh, yeah. is dialing up. No. Oh, yeah. Rat burgers are good. Demolition Man. Yeah, right. Going to Taco Bell. That's what they serve, too. Yeah. They just aren't going to tell you about it. I mean, we probably, Taco Bell probably does serve rats. And I'm like, mm, give me more Taco Bell. Doritos Los Tacos, please. Mm, yummy, yummy rats. <laughs> well, my uncle used to work for a ketchup company. Okay. I'll just 
put it at that. I know which one it is, but there's not very many. Whatever. Of them. <laughs> uh, and he was in the processing plant, and they had these big vats of tomato uh, sauce, mm-hmm. right? That was being boiled down or whatever being to ruined into ketchup. Yeah, being ruined into ketchup. <laughs> and he said that the rats would just be in there swimming around and shit. <laughs> So he won't eat ketchup because he's like, they get strained out, you know, because eventually they drown and then uh, they go down yeah. to the strainer and then there's oh a guy down God, there that pulls so out the many tray. so drowning. He, he's like, there's a guy down there that has a little tray that, you know, when it gets clogged up, he has to pull the rat, the dead rats out and put them in the trash can and then put the thing back on. <laughs> Reason number 87 to not like ketchup. But yep. you know, let's let's uh let's deregulate the food industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary yeah, so clean. frivolous regulations. Yeah, regulation. <laughs> uh, excuse me, there's a rat leg in my ketchup sauce. <laughs> Only one? <laughs> oh boy, okay, yeah. Uh yeah, so he's he's put on a chopper and he's taken to Absalom, uh, which is an island. In the tropics, they've got jungles and no dangerous animals that appear in this no. film. There's not even mention of dangerous animals. They have food animals only on this island. I mean... Yeah, like, you don't see a single snake. No snakes. No, even, like, monkeys. Or, I mean, like, no. there's some birds, and that's about it. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, sign and me it up. seems to stay pretty warm throughout the movie. Right? I mean, they've all got like light sweaters on to keep you warm during the cold nights. Like, that's a cardigan. Uh huh. Like, this place is pretty fucking nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but there's no escape because you can't swim through the missiles and sharks. Why would you want to, though? That's my point. Like, uh, will you find out why later? I'm still pretty okay with it after why later. I mean, I'm I, okay. Like, I would rather do this than prison, okay? I don't want to go to either, but I'd rather do this in prison, especially Leviticus same, 4. At the same time, maybe it's not much punishment for the uh, the prison E, but for the warden, you don't have to worry about him as much in your thinking anyway. Mm. Like, okay, well, this guy's a fucking problem. Let's just get rid of him, send him to his death or to his slow death or to a long life of living in a jungle, but not fucking with my prison system. Okay, and there I get seems that. to be a lot of these people in here. Like, there's quite a few people on this well, island. Well, we know of at least 700. Because yeah. yeah. the outsiders got 600 and the insiders got nine, 98. So, yeah, there's quite a few. Actually, 99 now, including Ray, counting Ray Liotta. Okay. So, uh, he's dropped in Sector, sector 4. And uh, rats start swarming him, and he's like, uh, get off me, rats. What are you even doing? Go find some ketchup to get into. And then that's the last we really deal with the rats at all. So it's not like they're just like that's the welcoming true. committee. These- that's not true. We they, we see a rat fight later when the guy's cooking the rat and the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah but those are dead rat. rats. The, the, it doesn't imply that these rats are a problem, and, except but for when the rats you land are a food right source. there. Yeah, you just land. They cover you, and you say, get off, and then you're done Where did these rats, rats come from? Because he's just laying there, and then he looks up, and he's just like, covered boom, rats. rats. Yeah. Covered in rats. It's one of the weird incongruencies in this movie that you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Without stuff like this, you might be getting more money back on this mm-hmm. theatrical mm-hmm. release. Then he hears a bunch of weird screams, a bunch of howling, 
but uh, crying out, and he starts seeing shapes moving through the jungle, and he's surrounded by the outsiders, and he's captured. These are the jungle outsiders. There seems to be multiple gangs. They're yeah. They say that during the movie because I think they're oh. all called outsiders, though, because there's they are, but oh, yeah, yeah. But there are multiple gangs, at least five or six. Mm-hmm. The, the, the thing Based that off I count the head count later. The, yeah, yeah, there's six. <laughs> um, so there's factions to the outsiders, whereas the insiders, there is, they're just insiders. Right. So he uh, he's taken before the leader, a guy named Walter Merrick, and who's a good, pretty good Dennis Hopper from Waterworld facsimile. I don't know that he's even that. He's something so strange on his own because he's just not at all what he should be in such a lightning bolt, 180 degree fashion that you're like, wow, this is fantastic. It's like, oh, how do you like our grounds? We've got a pool. <laughs> it's inc- He's incredible. Yeah, right yeah. from the get-go. And then his chemistry with Leota is fantastic because he doesn't do anything but Ray Leota, where he's like, oh, do you take plastic? And you're like, this is happening dialogue-wise? <laughs> I love it. These guys are bannering like dorks. <laughs> and, there's some- and he's like, we take all kinds of payment types here. Yeah. But first, you got to prove yourself by fighting in the Thunderdome. So five, five minutes in the pool with Ralph. Yeah. And they're like setting aquatic, it up like it's, it's your aquatic instructor. Yes, Ralph is the aquatic instructor. Uh, they set it up like it's going to be a really big battle, and then Rayliota just kills him immediately. Kills him immediately. I loved that part where, he, like, the other guy's getting ready with his spear, and he hits the statue, and he's all bullshitting up, and then Rayliota just spikes him in the heart with a spear, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just kind of stands around like, oh, that's huh. it. <laughs> oh, oh, I like your style. How about I hire you? You can yeah. you can take uh you can take old Ralphie boy's job. Yeah. Okay. I'll stick around. Lie fake. <laughs> yeah. Well, he also he's like, uh, as long as you get a new lifeguard, huh? Yeah. yeah. And then pushes him in yep. the water. Mm-hmm. And takes his gun. And takes his gun. And then runs away. And America's like so here you are, you land on an island, you've been told nothing about it, the very first thing that happens to you is you're covered in rats, the next thing is, you gotta fight a guy, but it kind of seems like that's your M.O., you like it, uh, yeah. and then I offer you a job, and, like, food, uh, shelter, we've got a, a bunch of cool guys that you can hang out with here, and you're like, no, I'll take my chances out in the woods that I know nothing about? He's a special forces guy. He's going to take his chances out in the woods. The only thing you need if you're going to go into those woods after Rambo is a good supply of body bags. I just, I don't get his decision here. Like, okay, I'll see how it goes at least because I don't know what the- I'll explain it later when uh, we get there. I don't know what the fuck is out there. There could be like the smoke monster from Lost. There could be chupacabras. Uh, I like, is it even an island? Maybe there's like half the island is filled with cannibals. You guys seem like you're not cannibals, even though it turns out you are cannibals. Uh, but I don't find that out for a little while. Uh, I'll stick around. Seriously, take me on a tour of your thing. Tell me what's going on here. How long have you guys been here? I want to do some information collection before I'm just like, uh, I'm going to piss you off and run. (laughs) It seems like a shitty place to work. Yeah, I'm going with Sam. You fucking run because every one of those buttholes has some kind of tribal tattoo. Uh-huh. 
That's... And you're like, nope, I'm out. Okay, so before when he was in a level security six prison that was worse than like the prison in Alien 3, mm-hmm. those guys with tribal tattoos didn't bother you? Because it's indoors. He was only there for like 24 hours, dude. Before they're dead from being murdered by the warden. Yeah. No, I'm like, I want to. Yes, this is already an upgrade from where I was. Let's see what's going on here. Where the fuck mm. am I? Who are you? I, How long have you been here? Any of it. I'm falling back on my survival skills as a special forces guy. Nobody's fuck hunting him. Nobody's dicks. hunting him now. He's just gotten a job. <laughs> Get your feet up. I'll have uh, Benny bring in some of our toilet wine. Then we'll talk turkey. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, so uh, he's running away, and I thought this is where this movie was going to turn into a Never Hunt a Man movie. It does not. Um, but he kills some guy, and he takes his sword thing, whatever. I don't know. And he falls. He tumbles down a hill, and he gets cut in the leg. It's a pretty deep gash, and I don't think that's good. You're out in the jungle with a deep gash. I think you got some... Uh, some gross stuff going to happen in there later. Yep. It's not good. Oh, and there's a buried guy. He's like taking a break to check out his wounds and just happens to do it next to like a Danton wannabe because there's just a guy that's been buried in the ground for a while. And he's like, ha ha ha. I was hoping an escaped convict that I was ordered to kill would stumble upon me and start mm-hmm. examining his leg. How long were you in there? Six years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just open my mouth and let worms crawl in. It's how I survive. Merrick gave me a bullshit job. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he avoids a booby trap, and it's the shittiest booby trap of all time because he just simply dodges it, and then it kills another guy. Yeah, the <laughs> other guy's like, I'm faster than the booby <laughs> trap, and he isn't. And I'm like, just hang out there. Because he's stuck to it. <laughs> Just stop running away from it, dummy. Ah, but then he's shot in the leg with an arrow. Mm-hmm. And that never develops anywhere. It does. It does? Yep. Okay. And he makes he has it. To walk with the, he has to walk with a cane for. No, that's from the big gash. No, it's not. It's from the arrow. No, it's from the arrow. So the big gash just goes away. The big gash is not nearly as bad as the arrow wound. I'm pretty sure it's, it's not. Bad gash. Puncture wound from an arrow is real bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so he makes it to this cliffside, and he's got nowhere to go. And then he's like, you guys suck. And so they dart him a bunch of times, and he conks out and falls off the cliff. This was a special rig that they had to build. Did you notice that the guy that was falling looked like he was tethered? A little, and not moving at full mm-hmm. speed. Yeah, they did some pretty articulate things to get rid of those wires, and then this made it to where the camera could follow him down. Uh-huh. So it's kind of a neat shot, but I you can tell that he's on wires. I still wires. think it's like a really expensive and scary stunt, because he falls forever. Yeah, they spent the money on this, and then the fires later, and then that's all they had, because they didn't get the extra monies. So he falls into the water. He washes up on shore, and he's taken in by the insiders to their village. They've built a, they've built a whole society. The insiders, this yep. alternative tribe, you might call them. Which is weird because they, in the shots, you know where he's hobbling around. There's obviously some sheep business or some alpaca or something, right? Because they've got all the wool or whatever, and then they're making clothing. Mm-hmm. 
at the spinning wheel, and but at no time do you ever see those animals. Yeah, maybe they got them on like another ridge you or something. See turkeys and pigs later. You do. You do. Yeah, yeah so they you have see sheep those guys. too. Yeah. Now they got a whole system here. They got a windmill, so they're making flour and uh, grains, and uh, they got electricity even. Mm-hmm. And they they just collect shit that washes up on shore from the mainland and fashion it into goods. Yep. And they can knit like sons of bitches because the sweater that he gets later is really nice. It's really nice. Is that cashmere? Mm-hmm. It's just a really nice knit. I was like, well, that's a nice sweater. Just looking for, of course, it's cashmere. Okay. <sighs> it's not cashmere. It's just fucking normal goat. It's a sheep. Of course, it's cashmere. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. So he tries to open some door and Ernie Hudson shows up and is like, you go in there, I'll kill you. And then that never develops ever again in the whole movie that I it can does. tell. Okay. It does. It does. Secret door. He goes in there later and you know what? why they're not allowed to go in there. I don't. Okay. Um, is that where they keep the whores? Um, so he's taken to father. who's Lance Hendrickson. And uh, he's like, you want to be with us like we're cool we're chill we've got food source we'd have like nightly parties uh you're still eating rats but sometimes we'll cook up a nice pig um mm-hmm. but uh, you get your own room we'll provide you with clothes uh greg does a great foot massage if you ever are interested in something like that and you can put titties on his back and uh you know pretend mm-hmm. he's pretend he's dolly parton he's pretty cool um you want to stick around? He's like, no, I'm done joining people. Yeah. He s- says no to everything again mm-hmm. and doesn't stop being a twat. And you find out why later. And it takes like three times of watching this movie for that to make any sense. Hmm. Uh, okay. So what are you going to do? I'm going to go out into the woods. Oh, so you're joining the rats? No, I, I'm done joining. I Nope. I'm do- do- not doing any he joining. Says, I'm going to escape. Yeah, I'm getting off this that's, island. Leaving. That's that's what I'm doing. Where are you gonna go? Up your butt and around the corner. Somewhere else. Carson's. Where do you? What's it to you? Well, and then he's like, "You're oh. gonna join people out there." I don't understand why you join them. Those people, but not like, are you? Are you? Oh, I'm fancy. I don't join beach people. Yeah. What we do wrong to you? Are you too good. Why do you want to join Carson City? Not us, huh? But then he's like, oh, and there's we got a flight risk, huh? Take him to go see <laughs> Dicer, and then he gets to go to the science place. Yeah, right. He's also explained that he can escape because it's 200 miles off the mainland. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got radar tracking from a satellite, thermal imaging. They can see your every move. Uh, and then they've got gunships. That'll come and blow you up if you try to escape. Mm-hmm. So you can't. Oh, and sharks. There's sharks out there. Sharks. So if you're good at swimming, um, sharks. Sharks. So you're not getting out of here. Either way, you can't leave until you're healed up. Just got to deal with that leg injury. Mm-hmm. Which is from the arrow. Right. Okay. Uh, one of the problems I have with this place, though, is they don't have medicine. Which makes sense. They have some. There's so, salves. They, anything that they can make the, the plant, they can find in the plants around them, 
they can use to make like salves and things like that. But they don't gotta have a they don't have a supply of antibiotics or nope. Uh, nope. What's the other one? That's penicillin. No toothpaste. Yeah, no toothpaste. Uh, the the prison is not dropping off supplies for them. So if you do get an arrow in your leg, I don't think you're making it. Especially maybe he if, made it. Especially if it has doo doo on it. Well, apparently later we find out that uh, Lance Henriksen is one hell of a surgeon. So they have alcohol, so they can they alcohol, no, they have alcohol, yeah. so they can. Perform a surgery. A little disinfectant here and there. But you still got to fight infection. If as long as they did it right and they keep it to where it doesn't get infected, he's going to live. Okay. Except for later when he falls into the pig poop pen. <laughs> ah, shit, I tripped. He's, up, he's, he's healed up by then. <laughs> it's been like two days. <laughs> oh, There's an indeterminate amount of time that passes here because he basically has a two-month injury to be able to walk again, at least bare minimum. And in this time period, we see a lot of things, and then eventually he's, he'll be walking without the cane. Okay, so he walks down the shore, and uh, uh, it's way too choppy. The waves, you can't even get out there uh, swimming or like a little, little tiny boat that'll just push you back into the rocks and you'll die. Um and there he meets Stefano, who is like the junk dealer of the insiders. Yeah, the requisitioner. Yeah. And Casey. Casey, we dial, we get introduced to Casey along the way, too. He's, he's like, a, hey, hey, can I be your pal? Can I be your pal? Come on, Spike. I want to be your pal, Spike. It's the little yappy dog. Yep. Follows him around. What are we going to do? Yeah, shut up. Smacks him. Uh, what else have we got going on here? Booze. The guy from Star Wars has got the booze. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens before the first invasion that's really just a lot of setting up these different characters. Yeah, and the world. That they and build. the world that they build. and It's, it's, it's pretty standard Waterworldy shit, though. It's better than Waterworld. Well, of course. Everything is. But, it, you know, it, it's like... <laughs> You know, hey, uh, don't go out at night. Okay, uh, I'll yeah. talk shit to you. Uh, also, there's like supply drops for the outsiders, but not for us. And there's helicopters that fly over and blah, 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 blah. And there you have a banishment sequence for a guy that's fallen asleep at his post yep. twice. That's maybe the most relevant thing happens before the invasion. I wonder what happened to that guy. He got eaten by the other guys outside. If you were to be banished from this place, would you, like, go walk out in the woods? Or would you just kind of start, like, make maybe try to fashion an axe out of a cool stick and a rock and then chop down some bamboo and try to, like, build a little hut just right outside the walls? You'd probably just beeline it to the outsiders and see if you can peddle any minor amount of information for your life. Jax? Uh, if it was me, I would have walked off the cliff, like, <laughs> right as soon as they dropped me off. I would have been like, I'm not living in this shithole with no toilet paper, no proper plumbing. No toilet paper. It's also a problem. Yeah. You Leaves everywhere. You're fine. Or would you just do the hydro wipe? The hydro wipe doesn't work. We've talked about this. It just gets the poo all over your body. <laughs> well, you're right. The bay works, but it's you still have to wipe the water up. So I mean, 
No, you just go down to where know. the rocks are at. It's splashy. You just get real waves. Goosh, right, and right then in that die pool. from the rocks. The only <laughs> way to get the hydro white powerful enough to work with natural water is to kill yourself on rocks. <laughs> but your butt's clean. Charmin Bear would be proud. You made a beautiful corpse, and now we're eating him because I'm a bear and I don't care about wiping my mm. butt. <laughs> All right, so meanwhile, at the Outsiders camp, uh, this guy who has crazy teeth and tattoos, um, he questions the leadership. He's like, oh, we're getting hungry because we're eating rats and there's not enough rats to go around. Uh, maybe somebody else should take charge. And so uh, Noodle Fritz, what's his name? Merrick. He just cuts his Merrick. head off. And he says, looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Someone he says that he says that's not funny, and then he cuts his head off and goes, "That's funny!" <laughs> Murder! <laughs> oh, and by the way, I killed these other six dudes too, so now I'm in charge, that's, and I that's did it later. That's way I, oh, later. Damn it! Hefe? Really? I thought this was all one scene. No. What? What's? What is his name? That? That is Pablo. He's a good man. <laughs> Pablo, <laughs> raise your hat. Clean up your hat. <laughs> Higher! It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally what's going on here. I mean, yeah. there's a tinge of El Guapo in Merrick. Just yes, a tinge. he's like Lord of the Flies El Guapo. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you have a plethora? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he's like, you know what? It turns out that guy that I cut his head off he should have questioned me but he was right we are low on food we got to take over the insiders let's go fuck up their shit so uh they're the insiders are having a christmas party they've got tunes i don't know where they got tunes from but they got some dusty springfield and i think some slime in the family stone they probably just have a radio reception 200 miles offshore channel boost to the and I mean, these guys have seemed pretty resourceful. They probably figured out how to make an antenna booster or some vinyl washed up on the shore. Or maybe they're Tapes, listening maybe? to some of that pirate radio that's broadcast out in uh, international waters so they can get away with copyright infringement. Sure. <laughs> uh, so the outsiders, they're sneaking up. And uh, Marty Robbins, our guy, he's packing up and he's leaving in the morning. But then the alarm sounds, and so everybody lines the walls with crossbows. They've all got crossbows. Big, uh... And seashell hats. Yes, this is one of the things that I think is off-putting to a general audience, is the seashell... Armor. Armor. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they took a bunch of time making that shit. And wouldn't do a goddamn thing. I no. don't know if you've ever touched a seashell, but you can barely get them back to your car before they all shatter in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's decorative. Very decorative. Somebody got crazy with a hot glue gun. <laughs> Washed up on shore with that, too, huh? Yep. And glue? This is the <laughs> the mother load, boys. We got eight sticks of hot glue, a hot glue gun, and a bedazzler. <laughs> Who would throw this shit away? Oh, boy. Okay. So, the warden's watching on his monitors. The this is the greatest 
fail in what satellite surveillance is going to look like in the future. Yep. Because we already had it in 94, right? We did. We already had it. Yep. Oh, boy. Okay, so they're watching, uh, and uh, Merrick attacks sneakily from the docks, uh, which seems like a pretty obvious security hole you got there, Hawkins, uh, while the rest shoot fire arrows at the front gates. And inside. They're just trying to burn that motherfucker down. And then the warden and his accountants that watch monitors are like, well, where's the thermal levels on there? And they're like, well, they're using fire, but nobody else is going to see it yet. Because apparently this is like his personal fucking ant farm of terrors for his jollies that he gets. Because if anyone was to find out he was doing this, it would be a bad deal. It's okay. We're going to ask more questions about that because I got some problems. Um, One thing I did like in this sequence, though, is that they hooked the the outsiders hooked grappling hooks to the guard tower and then Mm -hmm. tied ropes, the other end of the ropes with the tree. And then they chopped the tree down, which also pulled down the guard. I thought that was kind of clever. That's a very good siege tactic for what they've got. Yeah. You only need two guys to take down an entire guard tower. Yeah. Pretty clever. Um, so that's how they get in from the front. Uh, Marty Robbins, he's killing a bunch of guys. and uh, But Father gets stabbed. So they have to mm-hmm. take him away. Also, during this sequence, uh, Leota only borrows crossbows from dead people periodically when he needs to kill someone far away. Uh-huh. He's just killing men willy-nilly with his bare hands. Yes. He is a killing fucking machine. You know why, Sam? Because the crossbow is a dumb weapon. The crossbow is a very good weapon if you're not good at archery. An yeah. idiot can use it. Like If you're defending a fortress, crossbows are not what I would. Just give me a bow and arrow. Just give bows. Yes, they should have arrows. been trained as archers. That like, is the way to do oh, it. You will get off seven arrows five minutes with the same can... velocity in the same amount of time as one with a crossbow. But a moron can use a crossbow, and they can't use a bow and arrow. Look, they have to be trained. Father, I, 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 I don't. You've done a great job here, and I don't mean to be a prick or anything. But if you're a musketeer, a crossbow looks pretty cool. But you're also a fancy pants France man. We live on a desert island. How about just shooting them with longbows? Yeah. That also are would have on been the fire. Plane. That also are on fire. Yeah. Well, that's their wood source. They don't want to burn that down. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so father stab and Merrick, he's, he goes to where they're keeping father and he's lecturing them. But then Robin sneaks in and uh, there's a trap door. Like, uh, oh, this is, well, you missed the Errol Flynn part. That was fun. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ray Liotta gives a little Errol Flynn action. It's great. And he kind of sneaks in. And then uh, uh, Merrick and his guy that may or may not be David Wenham have snuck in. His right hand man is there. Yeah. Who's got gross face. He's got gross face. Yeah. He's got leprosy or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. It's not, not doing great. Uh, yeah, but then he gets lit on fire. And... Mary- it was fun because the he bonks the karate guy because that's the other thing that father has his own kung fu monk. He does. Among other strange things about this movie. Uh, he's bonked, but he's like, I'm not really 
bonked bad because he sees uh, Robbins and he like motions him to like, hold on, don't come up here and just start attacking. There's more nuance to this. And he sees the trap door and he's like, oh, okay. There's a trap and so door. he's like, I'll use the trap door. And right when he does the trap door, then Kung Fu guy's like, Zha-zha! and he shoots the air, an arrow or a throwing knife through the lamp that the gross face guy is holding and it punctures the lamp to him and catches him on fire because the fuel goes all over him. And now he's he's just a fire hazard that's roaming this tiny battlefield inside. Yeah, which leads to Robbins and Merrick fighting briefly, but Merrick is like, ha ha ha, and runs away. And then he's like, retreat? Yeah. But sir, it appears we're kicking ass. They're almost all well, dead. So this is a good, with Merrick, he's like, one, the fire guy gets in the way and he's like, fucking die, my guy. See you later. <laughs> and then he's like, I didn't know you were here. He said that. He's like, if I would have known you would have been here, then they give us some clever banter. But ultimately he's like, I kind of don't care how this goes if I die. If I die, then this didn't go good. I actually only care about me not dying. So he's like, that guy that can kill me is here. I'm out. Let's go. Sir, there's like six left. Are you sure? That guy's going to kill me. We're out. Well, how about we see try it in his eyes. him, sir? There's like 300 of us left that could go up there and fight him. And he will go through you with his bare hands. Sir, I don't think you're a good leader. He's not. <laughs> Later on, he's like, I just really want to be in charge. He doesn't say any level of like why he would be qualified for that. <laughs> like it, it works with who this guy is. Uh, we tore down their walls. We've invaded their village. It's like, it's like the Trojan warriors being like, all right, everybody back in the horse. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. The they could be running agree, out of sorry. gas. I mean, it, it seems like the battle is starting to, leverage itself to the home team no it is not after that they like there there's nobody out there after they retreat they he robbins comes down and there's dead bodies everywhere like they have to light a huge funeral pyre for everybody's dead there's not as many dead people at the funeral pyre and half of the guys that were dead on the ground were the bad guys too or the outsiders because who's no, the everybody's numbers. a bad guy I, I whatever dude this guy you're fired merrick i'm i'm taking over you want to try to cut my head off of the sword? I'll duck, because you suck. Yeah, he sucks. Um, all right. So this funeral pirate gives Robin's flashbacks, and he's like, uh, the Nom, or Afghanistan. I'm not sure, because this is 1994, and we haven't done any of that, but it's 2022. Uh, so undisclosed war that's like the Nom. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yep. There's Willem Dafoe. Ah. Struggling. Fire bad. Fire bad. Arr, I can't look in fire. Oh, no. How am I going to keep my feet warm in this desert and wasteland? They're not in a desert wasteland. They're on a tropical island. Yeah, you gotta have, Quit saying that. You can't have beach parties without a fire pit, Jackie. Oh my god. <laughs> they also don't have a volleyball that I could tell, yeah. so they're just fucked on this island. Yeah, one other guy has volleyball flashbacks. <laughs> they have small pigs. They can chase the greased pigs. It's fun. Okay, that's a, that's a pig race, right? <laughs> yeah. 
With gambling. Seashell gambling. God, I wish we had some chicks. (laughs) God, every time we get together and have a beach party, we're always like, how come there's no chicks here? It's getting old, Steve. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, bartender brings him a drink, and he says that uh, he believes the father's the only innocent man here. That he was accused of killing his wife, but there's just no way. He's too good of a guy. Doesn't and fit. His, his because, wife died of an overdose. Right. No, he killed her with an overdose. Mm-hmm. He was a surgeon. Or a doctor. She was a whore. Whore. Yep. All right. So next, basically, he finds out that uh, the insiders lied to him. They have been testing ways of escaping and their latest mm-hmm. system is a uh, like a stealth boat it's a stealth boat can't be seen by radar and it's heat shielded or some shit then there's guys inside i think that there's guys inside in this there's test. guys inside it's got a cover just make it a submarine you're gonna make it Mm-hmm. also i mean He's kind of right. It's really hard to see a small wooden boat on radar. Yeah. And thermal. I don't know. what. But yeah, but this has got thermal fu- everything. Future and- technology that's. Uh, uh, but it, it gets spotted and it gets blown up and they're like, oh, dang it. Yeah. And this is an early instance of those were computer generated helicopters and they did not look good. I think another. Uh, problem that the average viewer has with this movie is that the visual effects the generated stuff mm-hmm. is bad it's pretty bad um yeah and they also blow up their viewing era area that was cute yeah but he's like okay so are you gonna try this again and they're like yeah it almost worked <laughs> yep. this time we're just missing uh i guess we're missing a motor that was the difference if we'd had a motor we would have gone faster then their detection ability were well, faster than radar. I'm kind of going to skip ahead. We'll talk about it when we get there. When we, when we do get there, it's a, right about the same time that the jet boat craze started in uh, Australia is around this time. And that is a fucking jet boat. So true. you try to shoot that thing with a fucking helicopter. It can fucking turn 90 degree corner 90 miles an hour. You're going to run out of goddamn missiles. Things fast. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you. A fucking Blackhawk, or not a Blackhawk, uh, Apache could take one of those down pretty good, Sam. <laughs> well, it's only one way to find out. Uh, okay, all right. Your ob- uh, you, the torch gauntlet has been thrown, United States Navy. <laughs> well, no, I think we just have what is it that, that uh, battle simulator? They don't have it. They might not have a jet boat, but they probably have a. <laughs> One of those anti-submarine boats. You could get an Apache. I'll get the little. Uh, <laughs> see if you can shoot me down. I'll I'll run. I'll be the rabbit. What the hell is that simulator called? Are you talking about tabs? Totally accurate. No, it's the simulator. one that they run. They reenact these battles in where they'll actually fly in the planes and see if like they'll redo like uh, major air battles, but instead of like. The full forces, they'll be like, we're going to take on the entire German Luftwaffe in three F-22s. And then the only problem they have is ammunition. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> DCS. 
Oh, okay, DCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. We'll try, yeah, we'll try it. Um, th- what about that little ball thing at the front of an Apache that's got like that's got like lasers in it? That like, yeah, but you got to lock onto a thing that is squirrely as that's hell. going eighty versus your bullets that are going two thousand. Yes, <laughs> I'm taking the chopper. All right. <laughs> Jackie, don't get in a boat with Sam. He'll kill you. <laughs> Look what this thing can do. He well, it's got a better chance than the waterfall. fucking thing that was going six. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It does. It does. Yeah, you're right about that. So he, he finds out that they've got a V8, and the only thing it's missing is a distributor, which seems like the distributor is pretty much the like lowest tech thing on a motor. Like You guys have fashioned an entire society together. You couldn't whittle a distributor out of all the other bullshit that you find Mm. you basically just need a pipe and a couple pieces of metal you actually don't need a spinning distributor you could spark differently you could there would be a a number of different ways that you could fashion switches to spark timing yeah yeah i think that they i think you guys could have got out of here already but it doesn't matter he tried to cut his ropes with a distributor early in the movie and he knows where one one is it's true. Okay, yep. I forgot where he knew, how he knew about that. That's what he used to cut the ropes. Okay. He's like, yeah, you can't cut ropes with a distributor. Fuck this. Yeah, it turns out. Uh, so uh, Robin says he'll go get one. Uh, if he can be on the boat and Casey can go too. And uh, so they're like, okay, fine. Here's a couple Molotov cocktails. Uh, good luck. You're probably not going to make it, but whatever. But, you know, we've got nothing to lose other than these two Molotovs. Yeah. Where he's like, thanks, I'll be back in a minute because I'm a human killing machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this is where Merrick dumps the bag of heads out, Jackie. Yes. Oh, yeah, I like this. We need to unite. And just in case anyone's thinking about talking to your leaders, and then he just dumps all the ba- the heads out of the bag. He's like, I killed them all because I want to be in charge. It's that simple. When did When did you do that? He said he'd been preoccupied for a while. He went in to meet with them, and he just fucking killed all of them. And then put their head in a bag and said, Yeah. All right, I'll be going now to the rest of everybody that lives there. No, they were in that room by themselves. Leaders only meeting, and he came out with a bag of heads. Okay, hold still. (laughs) All right, so uh, first thing we're going to discuss in this meeting of leaders, just hold still. I'll be... Whatever you see... Just keep holding still. <laughs> he chops all their heads off. It seems implausible. <laughs> he probably like did some wacky, wacky, stabby, stabby, and then just did the heads in the bag for theatrics. Oh, wacky, wacky, stabby, stabby. I don't know. I've seen Jet Li do it a few times. Stuart Wilson. Okay. All right. Just hold still is my my theory. Um. So. Robbins, he spots Casey uh, following him. He's like, I just want to be your friend. Take me with you. I can help. Oh, yeah. You ever killed anybody? No. All right. This is a job where we kill people. This is really like convincing. Like Casey should be convinced not to follow him by this. It's pretty convincing. But he doesn't. Like, I am straight up doing you a favor, kid. You're going to die if you fucking follow me. And he does. <laughs> and he fucking does. He's immediately captured. And he's taken he's almost dead when he finally steps in a trap like he is not doing he is not a wilderness Uh -uh. man Uh -uh. 
And then he's put in like this shitty Iron Maiden thing where it's like stabby stabby on his legs, like with eight knives while he's got a glass necklace around it. Like, oh, don't move yeah. your head. What is this saw? No, you're stabbing him in the fucking legs like 30 times. He's bleeding out in the next 10 minutes. I think they're wood spikes and they're like just kind of not quite puncturing yet, but really scaring the piss out of him. The idea, was from what glass. he's holding a bar, and I feel like if he lets go of the bar, he gets decapitated. Off. Yeah, and that's... so they're doing things to get him to let go of the bar without actually stabbing him. I'm pretty sure they were knives. Okay, well, whatever. I think he's dead. Either way, and then, so uh, he's dead. Um, Robin shows up, and he's like, eh, I'll, "I'll free you." So he does. Out of we the death don't trap. skip over the part where he kills all the people and gets the distributor. Remember when he gets the two guys through the neck with one arrow? Oh yeah, that's, that was cool. That was that was good. Um, he, he doesn't blows up Merrick's hotel room just to be a dick. No, that was a diversion so he could get Casey out of there. And he got to be a dick it's at true. the same time. Two for one special. It's true. Yep. He's doubling down all over this scene, but it doesn't work because he goes back down to get Casey, and then everybody's immediately there, and they're like. That was a dumb plan. It's like 600 of us. Yeah. Well, he he had to try, right? Yeah. Because he was going to be in and out of there unnoticed had Casey not fucking Casey showed up. fucked it all up. And then dies anyway. Because Merrick throws him in the pond. It's like two men enter, one man leave. And Casey's like, you're going to have to kill me. So I'm going to fight you to make it look good. And then he's like, what? Uh, oh, 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 you jumped on the. Sp- oh, shit. He jumped on the spear before I could. Come up with yeah. a better plan. And this is sort of rare because these sequences where the guy that shouldn't go to help goes to help anyway and things do go sideways, but then they'll save him. This one, he just fucks it up and gets killed. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, that sucks. Hmm. Okay. And then Robbins is put on a guillotine. He's about to get his head chopped off because, of course, Merrick wasn't going to keep his promise and let him go. The winner gets to go home. Yeah. Here's your freaking, oh, and your new car. No. Yeah. You're both dead. Well, he also says something like, and you made me look like a horse's ass, and I hate that. <laughs> hmm. So he saved it the last second by the spy. Mm-hmm. Because the spy tells him, he tears off his hood and is like, hey, Merrick's planning on attacking. Because it's his right man, man, because this spy guy has got a gross face that's all burned up like he's fucking Freddy. It may or may not be David Wenham. I just can't tell. But the character is the same. He's the guy yeah, that I, got burned maybe up Maybe I'm unclear on this. Jackie. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's the same guy. Okay. I think it's a different it's guy. obvious. He's all burnt up. The only other okay. person in the movie I, that got burnt up had red hair. This guy's got red hair. It's the same guy. Okay. Just burnt off no. his leprosy. <laughs> no. No. He also right had a up. fat face. No, this, that's a totally stupid theory, Justin. I'll go with he's just a rando. Come on. It's the same guy. It's his right hand man. We've had a spy. They didn't have a lot of people that they could do FaceTime with, so it's probably the same guy. There's one of the shots at the Christmas party. Uh Uh-huh. The uh, 
Stefano's in one of the shots, and then in the next shot, he comes in the roof, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, you were just over there, buddy. Yeah. All right, so Robbins gets away, um, and he goes back to the insiders, and father's ill uh, from getting stabbed in the chest during that battle, like, right in the freaking lung. Like, maybe not great, but it turns out he's no. not even dying from that. He's dying from something else. Hodgkin's disease. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So he tells everybody Merrick's going to attack, and, and uh, Hawkins is like, all right, man the ramparts and get the crossbows that don't work very good, everybody. And Father's like, no, we're going to leave. Actually, not a bad He's like, Henderson. They've got us outnumbered six to one, so you guys should leave, because if they're outnumbering me 600 to one, I've got a better shot at this. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> fucking crossbows are going to get in my way, guys. Like, seriously. <laughs> Those things are so dumb. <laughs> you only get one shot. Stupid. So, uh, so he's the, the father orders him to abandon the compound. And Robbins goes and starts locking and loading. He gets the gun that he stole from uh, Merrick. And he's like, I fixed this with some bailing twine and some reeds. Yet, he said uh, at the beginning that you could fix it as long as you had sandpaper and cornflakes. Right? Like, okay, but you can't build a distributor out of, like, washed-up pipe? He's not a mechanic. He's a killing machine. He can fix a gun. He knows how to fix a gun to blow shit up. He doesn't know how to fix a car. I don't know if he can fix a gun with flax, but whatever. Um, so he he's also... He's got a plan. He's, he's He knows what he's doing. Um, So Father, he comes in. And he's like, yeah, I'm dying, and I want you to take over. And he's like, I can't. I still want to leave. He's like, to go where? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to? He's like, I'm just saying no. And then he goes into the place that you're not supposed to go where they're building the boat. That's why it does pay off later. They go back in there a couple of times. He's like, are you done with the boat yet? That's what's in that the building boat's is down the on boat. The beach. No, it is later, but it starts out that their their escape plan is that is in that building. That's why you're not supposed to go there. Agreed. Why can't he know about the escape plan? Because they don't trust because him we- yet. Yeah, and most people in the village don't even know that the boat exists. What's he going to do with that knowledge? Steal it and escape. D- yeah, there's no distributor. Well, it is now, but it doesn't matter because now he's in. And then this is the thing that happens to him is he goes on the, when the boat's outside and he sees the fire and he freaks out and he goes back and he talks to father again and he tells him that the reason why he's here is because he led a attack that was false in the wrong spot and they just murdered a bunch of civilians and now I will not shoot all those civilians with my chopper. Government covered it up and gave him a medal and he lost his shit and shot the guy. Tried to tell the press, but no, but they put him in prison instead. And in a minor way, says that I used to say yes to everything. And when that happened, I've said no to everything. But all I really want is to get the story out. And he's like, we'll get all the story out. And he hands him the book and he takes it. And at that one moment now, he's like... I'm starting to become whole as a person again. I'll never be whole, but I can at least say yes to something now. But he was saying no to everything because he said yes to murdering women and children. 
They're only trying to find food. Oh, God, what happened to my schwa's impression? Mm. You'll do as we say, John Matrix. No, I will not. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, his name's not John Matrix in The Running Man. I can't remember what it is. But that's the same thing as The Running Man. He's ordered fire on women and children. And then he's thrown in a futuristic jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I can like the running man a whole lot more than this piece of shit. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. Um, the, uh, the outsiders are attacking uh, again, and they start out with a flaming battering ram. Good call. I don't know why you just don't go through the fucking guard tower thing that you tore down because they didn't have time to rebuild that, right? Uh, and, but there's nobody in the village. Oh, crap. Where's everybody at? Yay, we took it over. Yay. Merrick's the best. <laughs> Merrick, 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 Merrick. Yep. Very three amigos. Where did everybody go? (laughs) Oh, they're over there. (laughs) (laughs) No, they are over there. (laughs) That's what happens. Because Robbins comes out. It's like, hey, I'm up here. And uh, he fucking (laughs) shoots the the one round gun that Merrick had. (laughs) It's an RPG. Uozy. <laughs> it's just an RPG. But it's, it's got tiny. one shot. It's yeah. tiny. It's a little RPG. <laughs> it also has Future. like a, a stock for both. I mean, this is a dumb gun. Yeah, it is. It looks like something that you would buy at Toys R Us for your kids that makes a little pew 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 it's, sounds. The art department did not hang it out of the park on this one. <laughs> but yeah, it blows up the whole goddamn village. Because the booze guy rigged the entire village to explode with booze. Everyone is dead, and now they're homeless. <laughs> they can rebuild, no, they but they don't have to worry about those dickheads anymore. They got exploded. Oh my god! The whole this is a big this is a big explosion. Yeah, that's what they had enough money for. Instead of doing this whole battle plan, they're like, make sure go over those dailies. Make sure we got everything we need because we're gonna blow this set up once, and we only got the one chance yep. at it. Get as many cameras around this as we can. Let's blow this motherfucker up. It's not Beastmaster big, but it's pretty big. It's big. So, uh, let's see here. Where are we at now? Uh, survivors all run away. They're chased off by Hawkins' men because they were just sitting over there. And the warden's like, oh, God, thermal explosion. Let's send in the choppers. Uh, I'll go first. Somebody's going to notice that. I'll, I'll I'll fly in first. Somebody's going to He wasn't going to fly in first. They caught the king, the fat guy, being the snitch. Uh-huh. And they made him say, meet me here first. Right. And he listens to him. Okay. Right. He was just going to send the platoon of helicopters. All right. Whatever. Uh, Merrick's still alive. And he fights Robbins and father. Uh, but uh, then he's uh, father dies and he's, then Merrick is kicked off the tower and he falls to his death. He does the same thing that Kevin Dillon does. He's like, I will sacrifice my life for Ray Liotta. He's like, if I put this knife in me, mm-hmm. you won't be able to get it out and he's going to fucking kill you. And that's what happens. Yeah, I guess. Either way, he's kicked off the tower and he falls to his death. This was fun. I was listening to the director talk about this, is that he got to Pinewood to do this sequence where they and everybody was like, oh, yeah, it needs to. You should make this gory. 
This needs to be big. So he lands on a pipe. It looks convincing. It's gross. Mm-hmm. He lands on a pike. And then later, this guy at Pinewood gets interviewed about how the super gory ending of No Escape. And he goes like, oh, yeah, that was the director's idea. We didn't want to do that. And he's like, what the fuck, man? You talked me into it. Hmm. What the fuck? Hmm. All right. And then he goes, that's just Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> My God. So he sees black smoke, and I guess that means that the chopper blew up the boat, or who blew up the boat? Wait, no, well, the black was... smoke was from. See, oh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's from the boat, right? But it seems like they're really far away. Whereas before, in, in like before shots, like it was just in the back of the village, and he just took the staircase down. So they but moved the boat shot... from the building to the beach where they have their setup escape. Business. No, but Jackie's right. The beach is behind them. It's like right next to the village. Because yeah. Eliotage walks down there with a fucking cane earlier in the movie. But yeah. now he's like, oh, over that mountain, black smoke. That's yeah, it's not a good. It's not a. It's yeah. not in the right direction. So okay, back to my question: Who blew up the boat? King. Because yeah, he goes I, down I there and Dysert has a knife oh, in his chest, yeah, that's right. and he's clutching the crucifix, and he pulls uh-huh. it out of his hand, and they know it's King. They shake him down. He tells the warden that the warden has to meet him at a specific coordinate, and that's how they set up the escape. Okay. All right. So the warden lands, and they nab him, and they take his chopper. <laughs> yeah. It's not very exciting, but that's what happens. It's fun because he kicks him out like in the butt and he lands flat on his face just like uh robins did like haha you're gonna get eaten yeah and he's wearing his hot dog suit and he flies the chopper over the village and everybody's like hey robins and that's the last we see of robins and then the warden and king hear the howling of the outsiders whatever's left of them and that's it that's yep they made it what's Did the range on that helicopter 32 miles shit no it's more like 300 but so they've got some work to do to get the word out on this thing but step one was getting off the island yeah i don't know what they do first like what do we do now uh, they only have they only have X amount that they can make it in that helicopter. They're not like flying to the news station in the yeah. helicopter unless the news station is straight up 200 miles to the nearest coastal point is the news station. Let's fly into America, the coast, and uh, in this Russian made helicopter and yeah. uh, hope that they don't shoot us out of the goddamn air. Well, that and they loaded up with as many dudes as possible, right? It didn't seem like there was a spare seat on this helicopter. <laughs> yeah, and the, like the so it's like boozy weight limit. Eh, boozy guy you know? even got to make it. He's got booze. He's like, yeah, let's drink booze on the way. Like, no, nah, I don't think you guys are. I think yeah, you guys don't have a plan here. No. So what do you guys do? Stay there first. Like I you stay would just there. stay there. Okay. Let's say we're in the helicopter already. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Water bottle down. Oh shit! It's got a cap. Uh, if you're Thought in the, of that too. if you're in the chopper already, 
you basically make it to the clearest, the nearest land point that you know that is uh, part of the mainland is far away from anything that's going to shoot you down or see you, and you just ditch that thing and head out on foot. Yeah, but the only thing we know about the mainland is that it looks like Winnemucca. It's a wasteland. I don't know. Yeah, because they fly him from the, from the wasteland prison to the island, so... It's, uh, I think you, like, they've got sandworms and stuff. I don't think you got a plan. You didn't think this through. No. See, I'm flying to the nearest coastline. I'm ditching the chopper, and then I'm going to rob somebody for about 10 bucks and go to McDonald's. There's no more McDonald's, Jackie. It's a wasteland. They've got sandworms. You don't get it. I hate futuristic I movies. I see your cute little funny joke, but the th- only thing we know about the mainland in this movie is that it is a deserted wasteland and you can only travel by bullet train yeah so we know that in 2022 we're supposed to have really nice public transit yeah better than what we got now that's for sure but it only takes you to prison which is pretty much what our public transit does now just less efficiently (laughs) oh it's called our jobs Ah. (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i have to drive my own car to that (laughs) Okay, all right. My first question is, yeah, but why, though? Yeah, but why what? Yeah, all of it. Why escape? You guys you wanna... have got it fucking made. Other than chicks. Other than chicks. I get the chicks no, and the... medicine thing, but it seems like there's no chicks in the wait. Like, uh, the wasteland, or he the mainland sucks. Is, he's escaping for the truth. <laughs> That's what the movie says. Okay, you don't like it, that's is, fine, but the movie says that. Like, oh, oh, the truth. Oh, there's a prison that's on a cool, rad-ass island? <laughs> Sign me up for prison? Hello. <laughs> no, it's... he. He's like, yeah, this is bad, too, but he needs to tell someone that the government iced a small town and turned it into a victory in a war that they weren't winning. Well, he's got but his story to tell, I guess. That's, really. that's he is getting yeah. off the island. They want to get off the island so that people find out about the island he and then they can go somewhere him. else. Nobody. But he needs to report this war crime. He tried or he even says that, that I, I tried. Nobody listened because he tried inside the military system, which was covering it up. Now he's going to the press. Go to the, right. Whatever. That's stupid. Stupid. Just be a whistleblower. While you're in the military, instead of shooting the guy. It's dumb. I don't like it. Uh, why does the warden send him there? Because he thinks he's too dangerous to stay in the actual prison. Uh, you don't have, like, solitary or anything like that, bud? Like, they, like, so dangerous that if you open the second that you open the door, he might just start killing everybody. At least here, he's going to kill these people that are already dead. The only way off the island is his helicopter. He I just, just delivered I, it I to him. Like, it's, it's dumb. It's the contradictory prison- because the warden, the very first thing we see of the warden is a floating head hologram that says, you are condemned men. You have one chance. You don't exist anymore, but you've got to either follow my rules or death. Yeah. He's, he's seen this shit before and Ray Liotta still doesn't do anything. Like, he doesn't. I think the- it's more about the guy's pride. Hmm. Like, I'm not going to be able to control this kid. And if he does it, what is that, insurrection? 
where the prisoners all rise up. Just, We're in the middle of fucking nowhere, and we can't prison riot. But we can't. Plus, yeah, prison riot, right? But we we're not going to be able to defend ourselves, although overrun us, and he knows it. He's also so, got this fucking highly illegal island that is his personal ant farm of human death, and he's like, this guy's going to fit in great here. Okay, which leads me to my next. He's really going to mix it up. Why does the warden care about this fucking war that's happening between the outsiders and the insiders? It's his TV. It's his TV, according sick. to you, Sam. But here's the fucking problem. He's got a goddamn satellite in the air to watch it. They have spent billions so that this guy could fucking jack off to fucking Lord yeah. of the Flies. Yep. I don't think he gets away with that. I think somebody would have been like, hey, what's the, what about this line right here that's marked? Uh, Jack off Island for my viewing pleasure. Six billion. That seems like a line item that uh, seems uh, seems expensive. He hasn't spent any money on this. He just he put a satellite up. It's two hundred miles it. away. It's the same satellite that's above him. He commandeered the satellite. All right, this, yeah. boys, we're taking this one over. Suit up. <laughs> They've got the satellite for their own thing. Like, oh, <laughs> use the satellite imagery for us. I don't know. Apparently, satellites aren't that expensive in 2022. <laughs> Ask Elon Musk. I think it, I think he doesn't get to do this. No. <laughs> like, but he did. Wh- where'd you get the island, bud? <laughs> commandeered it <laughs> along with the satellite. Suit up, boys. We're taking over an island. <laughs> For what? They're like, you get out of here. And then he they has have his own small paramilitary force. People off. It's stupid. The <laughs> oversight at this company is not good. It's just all of these are great <laughs> arguments on why you don't privatize prisons. This is what this is what's going to happen. No, no, this is not the argument that could be made. All right, anybody else? No, no. Okay. Final recommendations. Uh, I'm going to start with me. Uh, I, no, I don't, no, I didn't like it. Uh, I think it's too dumb to be good and too boring to be fun. Um, and I just think it's like, yeah, that's, that's what I got. It's, it's too dumb to be good and too boring to be fun. Jackie. I'm not going to lie. I had to go get a cup of coffee while we were watching this so that I could stay awake. Because the the pacing of it was, uh, like, it got off real hot, right? And you were super excited. I mean, he's kicking ass in prison. He's blowing away a guy. He's doing the tough guy thing. And then he gets dropped off on the island. And it's just kind of, like, for a whole section, I, I would say for a whole hour of the movie is introducing characters that you kind of really don't care about. I mean, I cared about the booze guy with the one arm because I like alcohol. But the rest of them, I could give a fuck less, right? And so... To me, I think that if they would have shortened it, it could have been uh, a lot more impactful and a lot better. Hmm. Like as far as the the pacing and the um, the action of it all. Because, you know, he's – they set it up that he's going to be a badass and he's going to kill a bunch of people. So he, what I would have wanted to see, it, it, it just – they were it was there, but it was so far and few between – to get a plot line going that it, it made it really hard. And then I'm not going to lie. When we were talking about this on the podcast, there were parts that my eyes started to get kind of like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like uh, we had to break so I could go pee. So, cause I, so I was starting to fall asleep talking about it. I was just like, this is all ancillary stuff and it's not fun. And um, 
I think it, I think the potential was there, but it just missed it just barely. So it's a four out of five or a four out of 10. So I'm going to have to give it a don't. Okay. Sammy. I love this movie. Okay. I bought it. You're I've crazy. seen it a bunch of times now. I think it's great. I think Stuart Wilson's awesome. I think the Ray Liotta not really. I think that nothing works in this. Nothing. I think nothing, nothing works, works in this. Yeah. So amazing that it becomes a whole thing of doesn't work at 11. And I just love it for that. Um, I do agree that you could take 90. You could take it down to 90 minutes. And it probably would be more fun because if you spent time on certain characters, why didn't you spend any time on Ernie Hudson's character? Who is he? None. Why is he the security guy? You Nothing spent no happens. time on the most yeah. interesting guy in the movie. So it missed. And that's like, again, doesn't work. It's just every fucking part of this doesn't work. But it presented mostly well. Like, it's shot pretty well. It's weird. But none of it works. And I love it. I think also, like, uh, the, we go back to missed opportunities and, like, why the warden wants this. And it is completely dodged. And it is, like, an easy duck. To, you can cover my question in two sentences of dialogue. He wants to prove that these men have no path to redemption. And so he wants the outsiders to kill the insiders because the insiders mm -hmm. are a bunch of cons that have made their own society and it's functioning and they have mm -hmm. redeemed themselves and he doesn't like that. But it's like, nope, no, I just want to jack off in a bathroom while watching security footage of these guys killing each other. That's bullshit. You've got yep. a slam dunk for saying like, like a private private prisons suck, but also be like everybody has a chance at forgiveness. And that's what rehabilitation is about rather than penal punishment. But they don't even get like, oh, let's get in a fight. Rah, 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 rah. Also, like Ray Liotta, uh, Marty Robbins, JT Robbins, it, like he's made up to be like fucking this badass. But he's not Dan. He's not even Dalton. Like he kind of like talks a lot of shit and then does some mediocre cool stuff. There was almost no action in it because they couldn't afford it. I imagine he was going to go ape shit in that scene they couldn't shoot where yeah. he got replaced where he just blew up the whole village or whatever. But yeah. right. again, it's just none of it works. None of it works. None of it works. I mean, it's like a ball that doesn't say, work and I just love it. I, I would say my favorite uh, parts of the movie were definitely with Merrick. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, And because he's just so... The shit that he says is just so like us, right? Like, welcome to Hotel Casa de Shithole, you know? Like, we've got a good staff that's catering to all your needs. And then he's, you know, like every time he's talking to somebody, he's acting like he's part of the real world. And like, I just, I find that character to be really fascinating. And fascinating the fact that he ran off fun, because those are two different words. He's, yeah. he's, fun. he's fun. He's fun. That's, but fascinating. And is, I, oh I really God. liked Merrick. I thought like he was cool. read a biography about Merrick. <laughs> <But> it <laughs> is a thing that's never going to work with a, a normal audience. No, no. I think Merrick's worth the price of admission, and I think there's dumber shit in here, and that is why I like it so much. Okay. All right. That's your uh, podcast this week, guys. Next week, it's going to be Jackie's pick. You got anything dialed up? I've been on vacation. Yeah. Uh, we know uh, that I, Vertical I, Limit's sitting out there. Hey-o. <laughs> hey uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll get something going this week. 
so that Sam isn't caught off guard. Like, I'm like, oh, well, it's Saturday night at midnight. I should text Sam a movie that I find randomly when I'm drunk. <laughs> that would be appreciated. Okay. Have a great week, everybody. Get to the chopper.